0: Generation X Files, Dan America, Tatiana, and Johnny joining us once again. And well, okay, just uh, don't don't hate me because I chose that for the intro to the Pride episode. Oh, 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 oh. That's
1: a fun song.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's bum, a fun bum, song, bum, bum, but ch- okay.
1: Bum, bum, ch- yeah.
0: So we are doing uh, the Pride episode on the Generation X Files. Uh, uh, hey, well, welcome back, Tatiana. We haven't done this in like two months because we've been so busy.
1: I know. Well, and well, we took a little hiatus, hiatus, mm-hmm. hiatus, and the last Pride episode we did was actually last year at this time, and it magically yeah. got deleted
0: and that's still a mystery we blame the ghosts yeah you uh, You should
1: have played the ghost music to introduce this well
0: well, i I had that booted up too but i was gonna do it as a joke but (laughs) 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 so let's just get it out of the way so that we can continue with our episode here i'm dan america you can find me at human America on Twitter. You can find me at Dan America on Instagram, which some people have. Some people have been liking my screenshots of episodes. Uh, Also, you can find me um, as Dan America on Facebook. You can watch videos of me on the Dan America YouTube channel and the Q103 YouTube channel. And I have some blogs buried somewhere at Q103Albany.com.
1: All right, cool. Thanks. All right. (laughs) <laughs> I'm cracking myself up because when I look at you right now, all I see is Chad Kroger's face <laughs> on your body. Like it fits perfectly on your shoulders.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: For people who obviously can't see because you're listening, the back of the computer has a laminate of Chad Kroger with uh, his like, back's head on it. I don't, I don't know, how, really I would, know how I
0: would feel if I was a Chad
1: you don't look like a Chad but right now you do
0: oh thanks I feel
1: like I sound really quiet are you sure you can hear me yeah I'm All looking
0: right. at your levels
1: alright
0: cool uh, I'm, um, I'm bumping stuff up I'm here I'm really
1: muted he's just trying to fade me out
0: no I'm not I'm bumping <laughs> stuff up here how's this <laughs> oh that's really loud. That's, really loud that's really
1: loud anyway I'm Tatiana you can find me on social media at rockgirltatiana on Instagram Facebook and Twitter which I never really use but it's there um so, if you tweet at me and you're rude or make fun of me, I probably won't see it. So, go ahead. Um, <laughs> you don't use your Twitter. You can hear me on air with QNO3Albany and Alt 1057Albany because I love rock music. And you can find my blogs at q 3 albanycom and Alt 1057Albany.com. There's, yeah, there's that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Johnny.
3: All right. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, <clears throat> Uh, John, and you can find me in Washington Park yelling at shrubs.
1: <laughs>
0: excuse me. Uh, I've had a bit of the bit of the allergies, so please excuse my raspiness or my coughs or if I had to blow my nose or some business like that.
3: Just in time for the Pride episode.
0: <laughs> oh, I know. Uh uh so it is the Pride episode, and in this episode, we're each going to share our experiences or talk about our experiences with the, you know, whenever I read it, I I acknowledge immediately what it means, but I can never remember the the words of LGBT or.
1: Oh, but that's okay, because there's a whole glossary on hum, the Human Rights Campaign website, mm-hmm. so it's pretty cool, actually, you can look at, because now it's, there's way more terms than there used to be. So I got it all laid out in front of me, all of the glossary of terms on the human rights campaign site.
0: Okay, well, then uh,
1: teach you a little son, son.
0: And I'll go first because I don't think that my story is like in depth as yours, guy, as yours guys. So, <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, I'm having too much fun with that. Yeah, you are. Hey, well, and and it's called clumsy fingers too. Uh, so anyway, so I have. I've been like kind of an outsider or referred to as a friend of the gay community because, well, I've been to I've been to quite a few events because I I went with John Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I've always just been kind of like an outsider or an observer because that's because I feel that I can't dance and that if I do try to dance, I'd probably look incredibly silly.
1: I've never seen you try to dance.
0: You don't want to uh so uh, i kind of do now oh well there's that one clip of me like kind of dancing in here that one time remember no you don't remember no you're the one that took the clip and posted it on instagram i did yes you did because you thought i looked that silly
1: (laughs) i blocked it out it was so bad Uh,
0: well well, thanks uh, but (laughs) you still posted it on instagram
1: (laughs) anyway go on
0: anyway so I've been an observer, or I wouldn't call myself a sympathizer because I don't feel sorry. I just accept the LGBT community. Am I saying it right? The gays. The, all right, I'll, I'll refer to them as the gays. And, and I accept I, the now gays. it's
1: LGBTQ. No, for okay, Q.
0: LGBTQ. Uh, I'll just I'll just call it the community. Okay, I ex uh, I accept the community the same way that I accept all communities that are that I'm not a part of. And that being that although I can try to understand, I can't because I never actually had to experience it myself. And I'm not talking about, you know, because whenever somebody talks about the, the community, the gays, the LGBTQ, well, all that their mind usually jumps to is sex, 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 sex. They're all a bunch of perverts and all they want to do is have sex. And that's not true. That's not true at all.
1: Well, I think that's like an old stick. Oh, yeah! Speak for yourself. I mean, John's here. Yeah, come on.
0: <laughs> oh no, we just like
3: to sit around and clip coupons.
1: I like coupons.
3: I like to pound. No. Yeah,
1: but
0: I, <laughs> I, I, I was, uh, I hung out with John for for a year and attended uh many drag shows and many community events. And it was a really good time, although I don't think that John and I remember probably like 80% of it. (laughs) Yes. Because it was a good time. It was a great time. (laughs) That's why I liked hanging out there. You know, other communities, they give you baked goods. And uh, in this community, they gave you drugs and alcohol.
3: They give you a plethora of shots and any kind of pill form you would want. (laughs) This was also the uh, mid-2000s, late-2000s. You know what I kind
1: of want to do? because Dan's talking about his limited experience. What? This glossary I mentioned. I kind of want to do like a pop quiz with you later. We'll go through each term and see what Dan thinks the definition is.
0: All right. Okay. Wouldn't that be a
1: fun game? Yep.
0: (laughs) So anyway, like that's pretty much like all the input I really have. And uh, what what was it? (laughs) Uh, So that's pretty much all the input I, I really have because I've been an observer and I've, like, been a part of the community in the sense that, like, I don't see any reason not to hang out and befriend people from the community because, well, there's a lot of cool people in the community. And I'm a nerd. And, well, I'm not saying that all gay people love video games and wrestling. But, okay, you know, I'm going to stop.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay now who, who wants to go first oh wait i forgot one thing what and that is the point of the show the generation x files and that is you know kind of the comparison of what it was like to uh, what it was like to be gay in like the 80s or the 70s you know the generation x timeline compared to what millennials are doing
1: well and that's what i was going to ask you dan when you're talking about your experience mm-hmm. in terms of like being an outsider but like hanging out with the community what your observations were and over time if you feel like that's changed you know because i know there's things i've observed from when i was a kid to now that have changed you know Mm -hmm. obviously in times
0: uh i'd have to say that the, the only thing that i observed that has really changed is uh that because in high school like if somebody was gay like everyone was so shocked it was like oh my god well, like they were put on display. Like it's, yeah. But nowadays... Uh, it, was,
3: it was kind of like taking a shit at high school. Somebody would scream through the hallway, <laughs> someone's taking <laughs> a shit. make a big
1: deal out of it. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, I kind of feel like uh, maybe it's just in New York, though, that they're a lot more accepted. And I, I feel that since there's a bit more of an acceptance now, although things are changing because of modern times, uh, although... My observation is that millennial millennial gays are fucking annoying. Some of them are really obnoxious.
1: Uh, that's a stereotype.
0: No, no, I, I, I'm not. <laughs> like, I'm not saying that they're like obnoxiously gay. Being gay has nothing to do with it. It's just their personalities.
1: I think that's a stereotype, though. You're like generalizing a lot of people into one. Well, you can generalize millennials like they're as a trend, they're too fucking but- comfortable with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's not that they're too comfortable with it. It's like, all right, I'm talking about the guy that that's, like, getting into a heated debate with me because I don't like Mariah Carey.
1: But that's that's probably different, like, if you from New York compared to even, like, Western New York or Ohio or, like, But what, <laughs> Mississippi. Does, that have, what does
0: that have to do? I'm just saying
1: you can't generalize to all millennial. Like, the, I know many different gay people, and they're all very different. Some are what? flamboyant, some are. The guy was like... getting
0: in my face because I said that Mariah Carey sounded like... Like a seagull. So
1: that's one guy.
0: Was she one of the. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: one guy. That's my point. <laughs> this one fella.
0: No. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then there was like uh, the other thing that I observed is uh, lesbians. No. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. I stood from afar. as I got ice
1: caught in my throat. Take
3: over so at Birkenstock.
1: He's got ice caught in my throat. He's like a senator from Alabama. Uh,
0: no, no. The,
1: the, the thing, I observed lesbians. The once. thing that
0: I observed about lesbians is that they seemed to emulate the negative part of millennial male culture. I, I, I got a lot of heat for this before when I originally brought it up because I. Didn't know that using the term dyke was pretty negative. Yeah. And I feel bad about that now, but I don't feel bad about condemning those lesbians who dress like Fred Durst.
1: I like wearing jinkas and I'm not a lesbian, but I just like dressing like Fred Durst.
0: But I just don't understand... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, but uh, I, I just don't understand. wear
1: flannel tops. What are you I saying? just
0: don't understand why, out of all like the men, or or, or, or out of all like the the male figures to What's
1: model- wrong with, with airwalks, walks? Huh? Did you
3: also know that
0: uh, lumberjacks' their are tops are actually called flannel tops? What? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, <laughs> but as you can oh. see, I'm uh, I'm not completely informed and. I don't know. Maybe I come off as too white or straight sometimes. <laughs> I don't now know. he's bringing
1: race into it. I don't it. know.
3: You sound pretty sharp.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Who wants to go first? Uh, oh who wants to go God. first, here All right. How about we do this? All right, Tatiana. I want. i um, Uh, you share your experience now because I felt. Uh, John's pretty much like the main course here.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> I'm, the man, I'm the bottom of the pile. No, no, you're, you're not the bottom of the pile. You're the top. No, it's that's very unt- wait. What? No. no, no Started at
3: the top. You finish at the bottom.
0: Never. Mind. Oh, wow. Never I should to... really cue up the bad pun sound. Never been to an orgy.
1: <laughs> I know someone who just had an orgy on vacation.
0: Were that? Were that a, uh, a convention?
1: No. No, because Dan thinks that happens at cosplay conventions. We yep. already discussed that.
0: Big, sweaty, greasy orgies. Dan, do you nerds. know what it means what? to be
1: a bottom or a top?
0: Yes, I do. Okay.
1: Some people don't. I actually knew someone also who did not know what that meant. So, um, I don't know. So, I'm so confused. We're talking about our experiences. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the only
3: thing difference between a top and a bottom is a couple of shots of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: um. Let's see. I I mean, so I grew up in an extremely, like, open, tolerant home. My mom, actually, when we were kids, my sister and I, we, she had a very good friend who was gay. And back, you know, back when I was younger, it was, and this was still the 90s. It was like a taboo thing. I mean, if you remember Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres had her show stopped on TV because she came out as a lesbian, you know, I mean, Very different than now, and my mom used to have her friend come over to our house and talk to us about being gay, so that we grew up like aware of what it was and and all of that. and And it's funny because you know I have I have a, my sister's a lesbian. I kind of, you know I've dated guys. I'm I'm dated girls. I'm married to a guy. I've, I'm kind of whatever. I don't think there's a word for me. <laughs> um, you know, and we're just we're very tolerant you know but it's it's interesting because it's not like that everywhere and even growing up I've seen that whole scene change so much where i remember being little and you know, people in school used to throw like the Gaylord thing all the time, you know, oh my god, I grew up in a rural town in New York, and people used to be like, you're a Gaylord, you're a Gaylord, and that was like the biggest <gasps> insult, and I'm pretty sure now it's like the biggest insult is you're a Republican, <laughs> you know, in New York, I'm like, you know, but, um, you know, and it's it's interesting how much it's changed, but from my experience, you know, I mean, I never really labeled myself as anything, like I said, I've I'm married to a guy, I've dated guys, I've dated girls, I kind of just appreciate people. And it's almost a moot point at this point, because I'm married, but I've never felt the need to identify anything, and I've never really, like, you know, it just kind of is what it is, and I never came out as anything, because it's just kind of like a fluid... To me, it's, I don't know, in my life, it's just like a fluid spectrum, and I appreciate people, so that's my thing.
0: Since you bring that up, so there's always that argument uh, that there is no such thing as bisexual that if you enjoy both genders sexually, then you're gay. Well,
1: it's funny. It's funny because the the older I get, the more I fall into the belief that it's a spectrum because I, yeah. I, you know, I mean, I think bisexual is, that's changed too because now you don't have just male or female and you have people that, I mean, literally I work mm-hmm. with people who don't even identify that. What is it? Binary. They, they, They identify as like they, them, you know, they don't want to identify with the gender. And I think that's changed so much where it's like, you know, bisexual isn't even, you know, it is a thing, but kind of not. And, you know, to me, it's just like, I, you know, I just appreciate humans. Mm -hmm. So I can be attracted to a guy or a girl whomever. I don't know if it's a guy or a girl. Like, I remember being at a drag ball one time. And I was with my male coworker, and we were both checking out the same ass. (laughs) We're like, I don't know if it's a guy or a girl, but they're attractive. Like, you know, and it's just this appreciation for humans. And I think the older I get, you know, because I grew up with one kind of like you grow up thinking like, okay, gay, lesbian, or bisexual, and that's it. And it was like this box of three terms, and that's all changed in my lifetime. And I think it's more of like it's just a spectrum. You know, it's just this where you fall. Because I, I know people that. are not gay or would not engage in like intercourse with the same sex or whatever, but they can still appreciate and they're like, you know, can still have some sort of attraction to a certain sex or the other or whatever. And it's almost like this, like, you know, fluid kind of thing. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's where, that's where I fall. I I don't know if that makes sense at all. (laughs) Just a couple of guys (laughs) drinking a beer out there. (laughs) I,
0: I agree with you. Um, why can't you just be Tatiana why do you have to why do you have to like come up with a term to explain to other people to inform them that sometimes you check out girls too
1: right and I think like I think that I've seen you know and I I know people who it's such it's so much of their identity you know like I'm a lesbian or I'm this and whatever to each their own but like I've never felt like it has to be an identity and it just like I just appreciate you know
0: And there's one thing that I always like bring up to people, and it's that uh, it's some like especially for guys that insist that they're straight and they're you know they're a bit homophobic and all that business, but they still love to watch porn and they still love to watch you know a girl perform oral, you know you know they're the type of guy that would be like yeah baby get down on that dick. It's like okay, so you're just (laughs) admitting there that you find the penis appealing.
1: Well. But there, and that's—I think there's like that's a thing. It's interesting because there is. I think, I think if people like open themselves up to the idea, I think so much of it is like you know our influences and how we're raised. And Like I said, I we grew up very tolerant, you know, and our you parents just made like, like two us. puns. <laughs> <laughs> but it's you, like you,
0: you want them to be open so that it could get raised. Oh, god! <laughs> oh, I, all it's right, like, fine. Well,
1: like let's... we, we are. <laughs> like our parents raised this very tolerant, right? You could have, you could grow up in a family that's very homophobic and maybe that's what you think. And you haven't explored your own sexuality yet, you know, and, and that can happen. And I think, I think again, it's, it's, you know, it's funny because it's to the point. And I think also meeting and knowing more people, like I know people who are in open relationships. I know people who are into weird stuff. Like you know, someone who like gets off watching their girlfriend get rammed by another guy. Like I don't all I like, I know people of all different types. And I don't judge anyone and like it's almost like the sexuality thing is out the window because people engage in so many different things. It's like how do you even Well I you know, act, how do you even But
0: have you ever been judged?
1: Me? Yeah. Um, I'm sure I have. I'm sure I'm judged all the time in my lifetime.
0: But but you've never been like openly judged by another person because of your acceptance or tolerance.
1: Oh yeah, I have.
0: Yes, I for have, for sure.
1: Too. Yeah, for F- sure.
0: For for me, it came from within my own family.
1: Oh yeah, uh, I my family's. I don't talk to half of them anymore. They're crazy.
0: Like 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 for me, it was uh, it was my own cousin, and I remember it was because uh, my wife decided to go to Pride with Johnny, mm. and the day before, and they had made these plans like a month in advance and my cousin invited me to his daughter's birthday party the day before pride and i said no you know like um m- m- my wife and in- is going to pride and he's like and he got so upset and he mm-hmm. started like calling me like names and, and and like implying that i am that i'm gay and that i'm going to go to pride and get my ass filled and all this business
1: people are crazy yeah. like that's half my family's like that like i think i well i mentioned this last pride episode which is now deleted but like you know we had when i was living Down in New Jersey, I had um, a magazine for um, like an LGBTQ alliance show up at my apartment. And it was it was someone else's mail that was being forwarded to me. But I had a family member because they lived below me. I lived upstairs. A family member saw the mail and took a Sharpie and wrote all over it. Don't ever bring this shit in my house again and left it on my doorstep. You know, I mean, I you know, it's some of my family have horrible views with that kind of stuff. And I don't understand the judgment. You know well, they're but. usually
3: just big pieces of shit.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's why I don't yeah. talk to them anymore. <laughs> that's that's like... like the
3: uh the missing piece of the puzzle. Oh
0: shit.
1: You're a whole piece Literally, of shit. Literally, you're a whole piece of wow. shit. <laughs> that,
0: how about that? That is the one thing that always upsets me though about the progression because from Generation X to millennial to whatever the hell we're on now, it's the it's the anti gay people that have not budged one bit.
1: And it's it always what I don't understand is like. Like, I don't I just don't fathom like when I would hear some of my family members hanging out and like shitting on like transgender people or gay people or whatever, like what what are you getting out of that? You know what I mean? Like, what's the purpose of sitting here and making fun of other people? Like, what are you getting out of that? You know, just like why? I just have never I mean, I get it pathologically and why those behaviors happen, but I just don't understand, you know, I don't know. But it's the same people who, like, you know, I don't know, whatever. I'm going to hold my tongue. <laughs> don't hold it. I'm holding my tongue.
0: Okay. Now, let's get to the feature, which is Johnny, because. <laughs> you know,
1: no. What do you. Uh, I'm the appetizer. I'm half C. No. Take at this spread. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Why is it that whenever I try to, you know, act professional or like say big important professional words, you're the first person to make fun of me?
1: I love making fun of Dan. We have like the white bread, the starter, <laughs> then I'm the half sea appetizer, and now That's you're like the big it. words
0: you said. No, uh, wait, did you, I'm fucking white bread. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stop. When you know that I'm gonna talk, just put your drink down. I feel like I'm gonna kill you. It's
1: like when you go out. Like I went to Cheesecake Factory last night. You get the white bread appetizer, or you get the white bread before the appetizer, like the bland beginning, and then you get the appetizer that's like half fun, and then you get the full meal.
0: Can it be like wheat bread or like a wheat roll or something? I don't like white bread. Pumpernickel. Yeah, there we go.
1: (laughs) Wheat bread makes your mouth dry.
0: Oh, that explains that. Oh, that's elitist. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So anyway, I have uh, done numerous interviews with John before, like one of them's on a cassette tape. Uh, <laughs> I'm serious. It Love it. Tape.
1: Speaking of Gen X versus Millennials,
0: no, it, it's just I, I just want to place an emphasis on that uh, John's story. Was in- there
1: a casting uh-huh. couch involved? Mm-hmm. I'm
0: trying to be <laughs> serious and genuine here, Tatiana. Okay, I'll stop. Okay. Yeah. Why I'm placing an emphasis on this is because uh, whenever I hear John's story, like uh, I, I get moved myself, and I feel that John's story kind of like. It, it helped me gain a better understanding as to what it's like to be gay. And through John's story, like, and not that I wasn't as acceptant as before, but it made like my own perspective of my acceptance clearer to the point where I don't really acknowledge a difference anymore. And, and I place such an emphasis on John's story because it's a very moving story. And I feel that it really does, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, like I don't know. I, I feel that it really does lo- like put like everything into perspective as far as yeah, you've
1: got a good story. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, uh, as far as like uh, uh, the struggle and the progression and you know the like the fear that you have to endure or, or and like what you have to endure, but uh, you know, as much as I can say about it, won't do it any more justice than it will to hear John's story. So.
3: Uh, well, uh, it all started when I first saw my first butthole.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, I told oh, you it was gonna be epic. It off soft. <laughs> <laughs> uh soft.
3: No, I mean, Jesus, that was quite an introduction. I mean, I don't really know what to say. I mean, I was a lonely, homely, little uh, closet queen.
0: No. Uh, well, all right. Well, how about we do it the way that we did it before?
1: Did you have a family like? Oh. Did you have a family what? like Dan or like Dan and I that no, were half pieces no, of shit? No, no, no. Judge no. You? Okay. Is that what we're talking about? No, no, no. Oh, okay. okay.
0: Well, all right, we'll do it the way that we did it before. What so. did we do before? I don't remember. The, 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 the cassette tape that I was referring to. Well, no, I
3: mean, like, all right. So, oh. okay. I mean, I grew up in a small town. Uh, you know, I was born in 1985. Uh, at five, I was 90. I'm like, wow. At 1990, I was five. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I've already taken Benjamin Button. No, um, no, um, growing up in the nineties, it was, you know, as we all know, it was a little bit different. Uh, it was just before the big boom of, uh, high speed internet and everybody knows everything. Mm. Um, everybody knew everything back then, but they didn't have any factual basis to it. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot more of, I told you so, or this is because it's my house or these are my rules. Um,
1: Oh, how many times did you hear that growing up? Because it's my house. Yeah. Oh my God.
3: Yeah, everybody likes to act like God's. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Never mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not gonna get down that path. But uh, yeah, no, it was uh, it was always different because um, you know, growing up, I, uh, um, a couple things happened to me that didn't attribute to me being gay, uh, but dealing with that uh, growing up and trying to figure out like the different. Uh, one second. I think Dan's
0: about to hit me. No.
3: We're starting off the Pride Month with hate <laughs> crime. <laughs> What's
1: happening?
0: Okay. I just wanted to check. So, no. like right, like right up in
1: there. No, right
0: Oh, right, right, no, right, right, you're right. much louder. There we go. Yeah. Hold on. I, sw- I just have to get it right in my mouth.
1: There you go. There we uh, go. I
0: wanted to check out the setting without disrupting the story. So, no. Um, okay. Is that too loud now? Good. Oh, no. That's perfect. No, that's that's perfect.
1: perfect.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, God, I don't even know. Like, cause like, shit. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, being gay was fucking terrible. I mean, I wasn't even openly gay until I went to college, and before that, I was like completely terrified of anything and everything, trying to figure out what to say, what not to say, how to act, how to walk, what to do to fucking.
1: Did people know in high school? No. Did anyone know? No, no. because
3: I was a. Uh, I mean, probably. I mean, I had mannerisms, but, but you I was, didn't tell on it. Like you, no, didn't, that's what no. I was wondering. I mean, I had a girlfriend, um, and I would do like weird, sh- what I would think was like straight guy shit, mm-hmm. like slapping girls' asses and like being just completely disgusting. Like, mm-hmm. I was always trying to overcompensate shit. Um, but uh, yeah, I went to Catholic school from second grade to ninth grade, and um, I don't know, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all over the place right now. Um, I don't know. It was it was, it was was tough. It was really tough. And a lot of people don't understand what it was like. I mean, could you imagine going every day worrying about getting scrutinized over something that you knew yourself was to be true? Like, it was like being, like, left-handed back in the
1: 50s. Well, that's the thing. I think, like, what you brought up and, like, the year you were born. And, and still, like, in our generation, it wasn't as bad as it used to be. Like, my mom mm. talks about friends who, like, got the shit beat out of them for yeah. being gay and stuff. But, like, even in our generation, like... The millennial times, like I said, I mean Ellen's show got canceled in the '90s because she came out as gay. You know, it's it's people don't like forget now how
3: yeah like I mean growing up they we used to play a game called smear the queer and Mm. it was basically football (laughs) but if the person had the ball they were the queer and Mm. you'd smear them like what
1: (laughs) get (laughs) them oh my god (laughs) start them on fire (laughs) like and you don't even like realize as a kid well no because
3: back then it was just okay queer gays yeah death devil bad evil
1: (laughs) well that's like what i was saying like i think of being a kid like people saying like fag and gaylord all the time in school it was like you know you don't even
3: i mean i wish i could go back and tell myself it's all right little queen you're fine like
1: (laughs) well you came out awesome
3: well i mean i came out all right
0: (laughs) (laughs) no
1: oh i love you you're awesome But
0: so like when you were younger and like during like elementary school and all that business Oh, were there ever times where you felt that someone was catching on and tried to reset you at all? Um,
3: no. I uh, mostly kept it all to myself. Cause I was also nuts because, I mean, back in that time, I had two faces, uh, my private self, and then every other moment. Uh, and by that, I mean when I wasn't in my bedroom. That was my other face. Like,
1: when did that start? Like, how uh, old were you?
3: I was like 6, 7.
1: Really young, yeah.
3: I knew, like, yeah. I knew there was always something different, and I never wanted to act on it. And I had older brothers and stuff, and um, I remember my older brothers showing me like tit mags, mm. and like, oh, sorry, uh, it was like Playboy <laughs> <spin-offs>,
1: <laughs> skin rags.
3: <laughs> cool. I mean, even they, like, even like, think about it back then, like yeah. even Playboy, like, ooh, yeah, boobs, yeah, <laughs> <And> you're like, <laughs> and it, like. It, to, to to grow up pre 2000 to like to mm-hmm. being born like 2002 and being jesus they're like 17 now yeah it's a completely different world you had playboys and magazines you hadn't mm-hmm. have you didn't have the internet you didn't have to search for things you actually had to go on dates to find out people were crazy or not you didn't have to order them like pizza <laughs> off a pizza <laughs> right, literally app. it's weird it, but i mean it's more accepting it's it's quote unquote better and I don't mean quote unquote better I mean it's really really awesome that uh, there's a lot more awareness awareness but I mean with that awareness comes heightened awareness from the people mm. that are the uh, that are the, uh, the uh, lack of a better term enemy because mm. the people that oppose you they've gotten so ratcheted up saying that this is because we didn't We this is why we let up it's just wow <laughs> It's like this because we let up in the 90s that now we're at where we're at. We didn't have enough God in school. I'm sorry, public schools, you shouldn't have had God. Anyway.
1: Yeah, exactly.
3: Uh, we, we live in a, a crazy society where right now, at the moment we are, I see more Confederate flags. I see a lot of fucking hate. And it's funny because they're waving the flags of the people that lost the Civil War.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, I know I'm getting a little bit off topic, but it's ingrained tradition family values that yeah. is such an opposition towards gay.
1: Well, it's it's a bizarre, it is bizarre because, and it's not just with, I think, like, you know, gay pride and this and that, but even, I mean, in general, our society right now, it's like there's more tolerance for things, but there's also more hatred than I've seen in a long time, you know, or open hatred.
3: And that's the thing, too. Like, even the word, and I'm not easily shooken, <laughs> you know, shooketh about <laughs> <by> anything. <laughs> Like, oh, you know, but even the word tolerant, like I'm tolerant of you. That'd right, be like me sounds, saying, yeah. you know what? I don't like them, but I'm tolerant of right, Italians. Yeah. Those ah. fucking Francesca Rinaldi jars a piece <laughs> of shit. Like, yeah, honestly, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, unless you want me to stand outside of whatever area of congregation or whatever kind of group areas that you all accumulate at. And have fucking rocks and shit thrown at you, Mm. calling you pieces of shit, scumbag, skin, uh, sin, sin, like yeah, literally, shut the fuck up.
1: Well, and it's interesting, like literally, my my husband, who is not gay or you know, is never like he's only been with women. He when he's on tour, he works in rock music. You know, he wears the tight black pants. He's got long hair. I mean, he'll get comments like he'll be walking around and people are like cursing at him or calling him, you know, like he'll literally he'll be in the Midwest and they'll be like, hey, fag," you know, because he's yeah. got a long shirt on. And we were at my, you know, at my uh, apartment complex the other day and him and I were hanging out. This was before we went back on tour. We were hanging out doing our taxes and the maintenance guys who were like, you know, these rough, rough <laughs> maintenance guys come in and they look at him and I and they go, hello, ladies. Yeah, you like, know, and I'm like, it's 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 funny because uh, you know, like you said, it's just there's there is a lot of that still, yeah. even though it's
3: and at that moment it's just like, why don't you just go fix the fucking toilet? You <laughs> right, fucking literally. Greasy like, fuck. literally.
1: Um, all
0: right, so uh before we move on to the next part of John's story. So John I was
1: gonna say because I feel like John has a lot more of a story yeah. left.
0: <laughs> so so John <laughs> uh prior to coming out and Based on what we were just talking about prior to coming out, uh, so what was like making you uh, making you afraid of coming out or
3: mm, the blowback was of it was like mm. y- you were out, you were open target, you were yeah. you were literally the golden goose for fucking rifles. All right. Like, so
0: you you said that you knew like at an early age, like six.
3: I mean, yeah. I mean, I knew something was different. I couldn't put my finger on it. Mm. You know, it's not like.
0: And what was the age when you actually came out?
3: Um, to myself, it was in the eighth grade and it was funny because I was at uh, a Catholic school in Waterford and there was this kid there and we would trade pornographic (laughs) fucking photos with each other. Like he would, like his dad, like he had a stepdad or whatever like that that had like a bunch of penthouses and shit, but he would bring in, uh, ripped out pages of it, put them in an envelope and put them in my locker and he'd be like, "I found these," and then I was just like, <laughs> "Cool, okay." So we would talk about sex and everything like that, but I didn't really care about mm. that because I was thinking about him getting um off. Mm-hmm. Fuck mm. it, I was young. I didn't care. I mean, not that I didn't care. I was, I knew what I was more interested in. I actually was interested more in the conversation about sex with him, and it was it was even crazy now just to even think back on that. Um, and I didn't act on anything until ninth grade with the same guy. We graduated from that Catholic school and we went mm-hmm. on to another Catholic school. And I don't know how it came about. Like, I, I, can't, I can't remember, but I ended up doing something with him in the bathroom. Real, mm. real brief. Mm-hmm. After that, he freaked the fuck out. Mm. But he didn't say anything anything to anybody. But he told, he was telling me every time I saw him in one of our classes or anything, he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm going to tell everybody that you suck my dick. Uh, I'm going to tell everybody that you're gay. I'm like, dude, I sucked your dick.
1: Right. It's like that classic case of like. like he, Buyer's
3: remorse. Right. No. Or no, like no. he was like,
1: you know, probably has that side. And it's like, you know, the people who are homophobic Man. trying to like, or like the extra hatred trying to, you know. And
3: it was crazy because like mm-hmm. I haven't, honestly, I haven't really thought about that until like right now. But huh. um, even that, I was. Terrified. More so I was terrified that my parents were gonna find
2: out. Because
3: mm. if my parents found out that I sucked dick at school, like yeah. <laughs> like yeah. and I I mean I don't mean to be so vulgar, but
1: it happens. You know, I mean <laughs>
3: it's it, this is the this is the story, but uh yes. this isn't really the story people should take away like wow, yeah, okay. games. <laughs> so he blew this fella. No. <laughs> no. But um it was terrifying because I knew I fucked up. I, I stepped out – I took, I put a toe outside the closet thinking I was safe because I thought at that moment I met somebody just like me, mm. which I kind of, sort of didn't. Mm-hmm. But um, then I changed schools right after that. I left. I went to uh, – And that was a Catholic school? That was okay. a Catholic school, yeah. Uh, And it's funny because the Catholic school that I went to in ninth grade – um later on years there was teachers that were sleeping with students there had somebody that blew up one of the teachers oh my god one of the teachers blew up one of the volley girls uh car doors because he was sleeping with her and then she broke it off it was a whole weird oh wow so
1: here's what's weird though what what year were you born again
3: i was born in 85
1: 85 right so okay so this is what's crazy to me is that like and i guess i didn't go to a catholic school but i'm not you're only i was 87 so we're basically the same year you know give or take a couple of years and when I was in high school, like, all the girls were making out with each other. Like, we would be at parties, and, like, that's where, like, before I even, like, because I never, like I said, I have never identified as anything. But we would, like, at any party, like, oh, all no. the girls would make out with each other. They'd hook up with each other. And no one ever, like,
2: oh, no. thought not, anything
1: not, of it. Like, not, it wasn't even a thing. No. <laughs> like, so, but that's what's so interesting, because it's the same kind of time period. Yeah. And then for girls, it was so acceptable, you well, know, like it wasn't. You know? I mean,
3: also, you got to think about when we were in high school, it was the girls gone wild. Yeah, years. that's
1: Jerry true. Jerry Springer, too. Yeah, yeah.
0: But for me, the elder here, <laughs> when I was going to high school, if word of that got out, those girls would be pretty much quarantined. Well,
1: and that's like. And like,
0: not by the teachers, by the rest of the student body.
1: I mean, I'm not joking when I'm like all the girls like we. we, I remember we used to have five ways making out at parties and like. Like, literally, and and even the guys. Like, I mean, I had two girls in my class that were cousins, and they would make out at parties, and they would be this running joke, keep it in the family, Ooh. you know? <laughs> I grew up in a rural town in Grand Ooh. County.
0: You have, the stories from your r- rural town are so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I know.
1: But then the guy <laughs> missing
0: teeth would interlock and they couldn't see
3: separated. <laughs>
1: but it's but it's funny because even the guys like I remember that was a whole thing was cross dressing like the popular guy. And not that there was popular and unpopular because our town was so small. My graduating class had 44 people and yeah. we were the biggest class. So, you know, but the guys, it was like a thing they would cross dress and no one judged them. It'd be like a funny thing. They'd put on dresses. They'd come to school and it just was, you know, again, I could see how that would be like probably upset someone who was in the closet or like who was yeah. you know a cross dresser. Because I've have, I have a friend who actually, you know, loves to cross dress and he came out way later in life. So I could see if you're someone who's like closeting something and then you have the jock of the school who's joking around about it showing up in a dress. Oh, you hell, know? oh
3: hell no. In my high school it was pretty much so the senior, different. The seniors, so different the seniors were just dating the eighth
0: graders. Hmm. That happened
1: at my school too. Like yeah. <laughs> now that's well, illegal I think.
0: Well <laughs> <but, laughs> depends on the county. Right. Okay, so um, so so John, like last when you left uh uh where you left off on our, your story, you had just uh changed schools from yes. Oh yeah, and yeah. uh and was that the eighth grade or the ninth grade that you changed? I
3: changed uh schools at the end of the ninth grade. Okay. And then I went to public school in tenth grade, clearly. Um it was different because I went from Catholic school my whole life mm. um, you know, uh to public school. It was a big change. Uh because, you know, uniforms and everything like yeah. that, that's a whole different topic. But I mean it was really weird because I was really just trying to like put that into that moment, mm-hmm. like buried into yeah. the into the cl- like back of the back of my mind. Like, was okay. it a
1: relief that you were moving schools? Absolutely, yeah,
3: absolutely. Because I was figuring out that people were going to
1: find out, mm.
3: so I needed to get out of there. Yeah, and, and I'm kind of glad that it happened. But um, once I transitioned over to <laughs> transitioned uh, <laughs> uh, into tenth grade, I. I started becoming more um, aware of what I was into mm. mm-hmm. and um, I started telling my closer friends from middle school and elementary school like, you know, cause we, at that time we were still keeping in touch mm-hmm. um, and I was like, yeah, I think I'm gay and they were like, cool. <laughs> so did you ever think of me? No, you're ugly. <laughs> Hell no.
1: Why was that such a comment? I feel like that was a comment, like even on TV shows when there was like the coming out episodes and stuff. That was always a reaction, and
3: it was always the fattest, hairiest one. <laughs> don't touch my butt! <laughs> I don't yeah. have enough time uh. to cut through the safari <laughs> to get to the oasis. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, thank you.
1: Oh my oh. god! Was it easier to come out because you weren't in school with them? You think, uh, or like, yeah. was it just your own kind mm-hmm. of?
3: It was. It was easier to, to, to. It was. It was easier to come out because I didn't see them often Mm. and we usually just talked on the phone and uh one thing i realized that after that moment calls stopped happening as frequently Mm. and then you could chalk it up as to us growing up but i mean whatever Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but then high school was kind of crazy um really really closeted like i would always i would be like oh you're fucking gay like you know i was i was was a meathead you know i went I, i played football um yeah, I tried to do everything that I thought would keep me under the radar. Um, my brothers and sisters were like, yeah, no, you're told queer. <laughs> yeah. You're, all right, listen to your sugar foot. <laughs> uh, so uh So, yeah, no. Uh, I, so, anyway, uh, I remember coming out at senior year graduation. It was the summer, and I kind of just blew up. Like to my friends at the time, and I was like, "I'm gay." They're like, "No, hmm. you're, no, you're not gay." I'm like, come on, you're just you're just doing this for attention.
1: Oh my god! I'll show you what strong. I can do for attention. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh no! You want to see a magic trick? <laughs> no. Uh, oh but god. then at that point, I was also thinking like, "Well, now that I'm out, mm-hmm. I need to be a big old cup of sweet tea." Oh
1: uh, okay.
3: So uh, I, I went a little ham on that. Uh
1: but I feel like that's like a natural part of like finding your own identity. Like, you know, that like I what is excited. it, coming of age kind of thing? I was yeah, excited to Exactly. Because, like, I'm fucking gay explore everything. Hell yeah, yeah. I'm
3: fucking gay. Exactly. And I'm gonna just get out there and I'm gonna have some fun with you. Yeah.
1: This. So you're outs. Yeah. Just don't get an STD. I feel like
3: a 55-year-old that just retired from the state. I'm a go out and I'm a <laughs> shit without clothes on.
0: Oh. No. Well when you did finally come out, so the people that you did go to high school with that were doubting it. Did any of them accept it?
3: Yeah, uh, I mean, this was like you know, as we I, grew, mm-hmm. I
0: graduated in two thousand three,
3: and this was like the moment like where people started. I mean, there was clearly the ones that were like,
1: yeah, whatever,
0: we don't care, we mm-hmm. don't, we don't care.
3: Mm-hmm. But then there was the ones that were like, yeah, cool, we you know, we don't care, like
1: yeah, like yeah. legitimately, yeah. yeah.
0: Was there anyone that was com- that that was completely like against it? No but well, like was there who was the most supportive kind of
3: all were i mean i think i think they just chalked it up to like who cares yeah mm-hmm. it, and it was like that was like the moment of um realization that like shit was changing from the 90s into t- 2000s yeah. and it was like um because around 2003 in to 2005 that's around the time where um the gay marriage started getting talked about. Mm -hmm. And uh, before I get started in that, the reason why that pride this year is the most important pride that it's been ever. It's the 50 year mark since Stonewall. Yeah. And one thing that I want people to understand when they think about gays and gay rights. And I think that people want to say that they're an agenda or that we're not a talking point. And if you want our vote, talk to us like a talking point. I mean, don't talk to us like a talking (laughs) pander to us. (laughs) No, uh, The fact is, you had family that were either disowned, thrown away, treated like garbage. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, when they were trying to escape and they would go to these alleyway bars, they were getting busted in the head with billy clubs by cops, being pulled out, getting charged with sodomy, felony charges Mm -hmm. of being a man in a dress. There's a lot of laws that are now ancient that a lot of people don't even know nor care to even research into
1: them. Well, that's what was... You know, I was down at Pride... What year was it? When DOMA got overturned. So New York City, the Pride weekend was the same weekend that DOMA got overturned. And for my sister, that was a huge deal. So my sister's wife is from Ireland. And they've been together. (sighs) uh, When did she graduate college? 2009. So 10 years now, maybe 11 years. And Because she met her her wife over in Ireland when my sister was over there as a student abroad. And it was horrific because... They were together for so long, and they literally had to, like, because even if they got married because they were a gay couple, that wouldn't be protected. You know, like, Mm -hmm. you and I could get married and have no fucking relationship, and if you were from another country, you, you know, you could stay in the U.S.
3: I could even beat the shit out of you.
1: Yeah, but because, exactly, but because (laughs) they were gay, even though they were together for so many years, you know, because of DOMA, they, they weren't protected, so... You know, I saw them for years, like Ruth would have to go back to Ireland and they'd be separated for months, Mm -hmm. then come back until her, you know, get a two month visa or whatever, go back, vice versa. I mean, to watch your sister or a family member do this for so many years is heartbreaking. Yeah, You know, and they actually got married before Doma got overturned because gay marriage was legalized, but they still weren't protected. So they got married and their first year of marriage or something they had to spend like half separated. And then when, so when Doma got overturned, we went down for pride and it was like, unbelievable, the celebrations down at the Stonewall. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was like a huge block party, and it was just such a historic moment. And even in my lifetime, you know, in our lifetime, we've all seen the stories about people getting beat up and stuff because they're gay. But Mm -hmm. even when you think of that kind of stuff, like to see my own sister go through that in our lifetime, it's, I mean, you know, it's crazy. I
3: I was in the Capitol when it happened, when they did the vote. Yeah. It was awesome.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. On the
3: first floor, it was literally such hatred. Mm. And it takes so much energy and effort just to be a piece of shit. Yeah, like, yeah. And it I, does. And it's like, and if people get upset with me saying that, yeah, get over it, snowflake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what I loved? I will say, there was there was the huge block party, and it had to get broken up. You know at some point. Yeah. And but even the cops, there was so much love down yeah. in the city, you know. Like even the cops that were like breaking up the block party were just kind of right. like, "All right, move along." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you
3: know? It's a it was a major thing. Like yeah. we were the, like the, if you really think about it, we were the last minority to get legislation on a book that were like literally legally yeah. discriminated. <laughs> yeah. Think about it. Like that, that, that's gays are always treated horribly. Mm-hmm. It's mm. if you if you don't think that it is Take a look at the seven hundred club no, <laughs> <laughs> and that moment was just i and I remember um graduating from high school and going into college um that's when I kind of just really flourished into mm. you know a real um really accepting into that
0: well. Uh, at that point of your story, I feel, is the best part of your story, because this is where I come in. <laughs> <laughs> this is
1: where you come in?
0: Yeah. yeah uh, you, you and your dirty mind. Sorry, I had to. But yeah, you, so- You
1: set it up for that.
0: Uh, yeah, not, oh, How else am I supposed to describe it? This is where I arrive?
1: <laughs> anyway. Oh, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: I met John in college, and- uh, I, I was a bit older because I had a little bit of a lapse before I transitioned from high school to college. You had really long hair, too. Yes, I did. I had hair down oh, to we my... we had this
1: discussion, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, uh, there's a picture... Because you
1: were supposed to find a picture uh, of that. It was in yes,
0: Maine. Yes. That, that picture exists somewhere. Hmm. But So I met John in college.
1: I did see a video of Dan doing... You were doing the grease song, weren't you? Summer yeah. '11.
0: Oh no, but this hair was like mid back <laughs> length. Oh it
1: was God. just.
0: It was. It oh was amber God. waves of green. Yes, <laughs> indeed.
1: <laughs> Mr. America.
0: But yeah, so I met John in college, and when I first met you, I didn't actually know that you were gay uh, until it became like pretty obvious. Like I remember, like uh, because I was a little bit like, uh, wait, they're saying that he's gay, but I'm not sure. And then there was this one time when. Because we were both a part of the theater eventually, uh-huh. and I was I was getting into this argument with this geek um, uh, about why it would be better to be a ninja than a pirate, because I said that. Uh, think about if you think about being a pirate, you're not getting any ass. And if you do, it's going to be nasty because a, a female pirate out on uh, out on the sea, you, get, you have to imagine that you, there's not there's not a much grooming or like female products <laughs> oh to clean God. that up. So if you want to go down there, it's probably really nasty. So pirates are probably gay because the male organ isn't as nasty to go down on. And John comes in at that point of the conversation and says, that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh my but that's God. funny though
3: like that's funny that you didn't even know but like that's even though when i said like i came out like a fucking cannon like a mm. cannonball out of a cannon i really still was kind of quiet about it mm. you know outwardly inwardly i mean yeah a fucking dancing queen but <laughs> you know like I, it, you always had a like as milton burrow once said you always got to pick your spots <laughs> and uh oh that's not a whatever <laughs> um even then, you had to be worried. You know, you had to worry about some shit because you never knew when you were going to get your ass kicked. Because you had a lot of people that were still, they were really riled up about me, about about mm-hmm. gays and everything like that. Even still, even back then, uh, back then. Um, but, sorry, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm I just, just got, trying to think of the timing. It. Yeah, it like I'm crazy. thinking back to
1: those years, yeah, two thousand four, yeah. two thousand five, yeah.
3: and it was. Um, yeah, it was it was it was it was the transition moment of, you know, old school kind of bigots, mm-hmm. and not, like prejudice. I'll just say prejudice more than bigotry because you, you, people that just didn't like gays were more accepting of you know more accepting, like accepting of uh, minorities, but they just didn't mm-hmm. like gays. Yeah, and that was, and if and it's funny now because you see Democrats and a lot of other people, even Republicans back then, like talking about how horrible gays were
1: but it's interesting because they still like the family members i don't talk to like they literally look at it as being like unnatural oh, like that's yeah. the word they use like yeah. unnatural yeah yeah it's it's crazy mm-hmm. like that still exists i know. like <laughs> hold on a sec here what's wrong
0: nothing <laughs> i said to check something real quick
1: if uh, we were on air n-
0: no somebody's calling the hotline i hate it when that happens but all right continue oh, God, are we online? no no we're on audition <laughs> We, we are completely on audition. None of, oh the, none of this is going over the air. <laughs> Could
3: you imagine just all swearing over? Oh the air?
0: No, no, no. I assure you, we are in, we are not in, on air. <laughs>
3: Please don't get me fired.
0: Oh, do you want to come over and look at the board yourself, no, Todd? Okay, the air. I said butthole like two times. No, <laughs> no. My what?
1: family doesn't know I dated a woman.
0: Oh my god. Oh
3: god. Should I say cigar cutter? Instead?
0: You guys know that I put this on like a, a lot of uh, podcast platforms. We're on like four or five different. Different ones.
1: Yeah, it's cool. My husband knows. Okay, my family doesn't. No,
0: so anyway, so John, we met at Hudson Valley, and yeah. that's when uh,
3: God, what? A, it, and it's it's funny even to think back on those times because yeah. like I uh, I had a like an old piece of shit Ford Taurus, and if I wasn't in class, I was in the library, uh, not the library, the computer lab on gay.com.
0: I was mm-hmm. on like different things, like mm-hmm. like just exploring everything. And this was like a, you know like. Maybe like a couple, like year one or year two after you've come out, right? Yeah,
3: and that's another thing. Like, gay.com was like AOL for gays. Like, you log in, create a screen name, you talk to different gays in the area, there'd be a whole chat room.
0: Such Uh, a
1: covert web name.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, (laughs) nobody knew. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so... Uh, so I meet you when you're in college, and this is when you're first coming out, and I actually attend your first drag performance.
3: Yes, I did Naughty Girl by Beyonce. Ooh. <laughs> I had a Swiss Miss wig on, a baby blue flapper dress, and a, was it a white boa? I don't remember.
0: I, I just remember. I killed it. <laughs> no. So, but you didn't stay in Hudson Valley, which is still in the capital region. Eventually, you moved on. Yep. I went down to New Paltz. And is that when the train started to roll? I fucking loved
3: New Paltz. New Paltz was a great Did you a, go crazy
1: it, in New Paltz? Yeah. Why not?
3: You're <laughs> away I was away from home. Mm. And I was just like, holy shit. Yeah. I'm an adult now. Kind of ish. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I'm over
1: 18. Yeah.
3: 20, <laughs>
1: 19,
3: 20, Uh,. God, and, it, and it's funny to even think back on, like, gay bars back in those days because it was completely different environments to what it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of gay bars, I mean, you it would be packed with gay guys. Usually there would be a couple of drag queens here and there, one or two. It mm-hmm. wasn't very prevalent with how it is now because of drag race and everything. Um, and, I mean, you would have a smatter of <coughs> straight girls. And never straight guys. Yeah. Usually never. And if they were there, they were there with their girlfriend, quote unquote. Um, but anyway, uh, I went down to New Paltz and there was this bar called Wave. It was a dump. It was like a dump. <laughs> like There was like, there was literally, there was flies in the liquor bottles. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it, John Taffer would have had a field day.
2: Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was a, it was, it, it was. But that was home. Yeah. You know, it was like, yeah. we don't give a fuck. We're gonna piss on the wall. We it's it was a we don't piss on the wall. <laughs> I know we just piss in each other's mouths. No. <laughs> no.
1: Some people are into that.
3: Yeah. The uh no. You
1: don't have to be gay to be into that. Ooh,
3: yeah, no, I'm not a fire hydrant. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, but uh and then there was there was <laughs> there was uh it was cabalooses and they would do eighties night every Thursday. And honestly that was like the coming out party Like mm. everybody that went there it, it didn't matter if you were gay straight or whatever All went there Partied and that was really cool um, But then I really you know started to drink more And stuff like that And uh, the wheels started on the on the train started going off mm. But I mean that's when I started doing drag down there I mean Tell us about that how did you
0: start getting
3: into drag I started doing drag because I met Someone by the name of something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, we won't say that name.
3: Um and I met him out at Wave and I go, I want to do club shit. I want to be dressed up. I want to be outrageous. So he goes, "All right, let's meet in Kingston. We'll go to uh this place called Columbia and it's like this it was a costume shop. Mm-hmm. It was a drag store. Mm-hmm. It was a drag store and like a a constant it was like a costume mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. for gays. Yeah. Um and uh, we used to do, uh, he, would, he would do parties in the area. Um, and so we met up, we planned a couple of nights. Well, I didn't plan anything. I kind of just showed up. And uh, what, what what it was, was before I started doing drag, they were doing this party at Reeve Gauche in La Canard in Kingston. And La Canard was a French restaurant. And mm-hmm. on the offshoot of the building was this like little martini piano bar. Nobody really... I mean, you would have not, you would have never known about it unless you knew about it. Yeah, and it was crazy because I remember one night Nora Jones came in. it was like kind of mm. like it was a cute little little uh, venue, yeah. Um, but I would do the door, and um, I didn't do drag until January. I was doing the door at like from like September or October to January, and I maintained to do the door after that, but uh I started doing drag. January 2006 I think and I did
1: how do you wanted to do drag or yes. was this okay yeah absolutely it was like a something yeah. you ju- you wanted to but you had it yeah absolutely.
3: Okay. it was like because I remember before I went to New Paltz I went to this bar and Fe- uh called Phoenix and I met this one drag queen her name was Lily Savage she was like seven feet tall and just thin like mm. just like stilt man like yeah. like <laughs> like no offense to her because she's fantastic and i love her uh but i remember going and i said i really want to do drag and i think it would be a lot of fun uh mostly because uh i mean not for like the aesthetic art piece i want to be like more of an asshole mm-hmm. like jokey jokey clown yeah. clown yeah you know uh but i didn't do it because i mean i didn't know what to do it didn't have any uh avenue or any resources on that but then, uh, so, started doing drag. And the first show I did, I did, I, w- I was in a pink, like a pink house coat with balloons <laughs> under my chest. And, like, there's, like, grease paint on my face. Black, black curler wig with curlers in it. And I did When You're Good to Mama. Terrible performance. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible
1: performance. I've seen some bad performances. I don't know. <laughs>
3: uh, it was my first, like, real one. it's funny looking back I just remember the night and it was just like I was like the the fucking clown at the end of the show sweeping like you know (laughs) like that was my gig Um, but it probably
1: was so fun to do it was you know
3: I was terrified because they were like okay we're gonna go to the forum down the street and I'm like oh
1: my god we can't
3: we can't walk out of the street like this they're gonna kill us (laughs) it was it was pretty cool it was like this like grungy punk bar and It's the best
1: kind of bars.
3: And (laughs) the queen that I was doing this with was uh, named Isis Vermouth, and she was like, "No, we're gonna go to this bar. There's a bunch of fucking like closet queers and sissies, and the the whole scene was cool. It was like a punk gay bar, but it wasn't gay. It was just Mm. like whatever. it holds a hole. Yeah, like that's the feel. That's the that was the feel. (laughs) 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 What you drinking? What we eating? No,
1: no identities (laughs) needed, man.
3: Just (laughs) show up
1: and have fun. (laughs)
3: And that's the thing. I think a lot of people don't even think about how fun some of the shit is. Mm-hmm. And it actually is a really good time. It's like... So anyway, we get there. And, and uh, I was just terrified. I was like, God, someone's going to fucking take a photo and then post it somewhere. or Whatever like that. And... Um, yeah that was like my first real real experience and it was funny because I was like I looked like a fucking rodeo clown kicked in the face twice by a horse <laughs> like oh my purple lipstick fucking two punches like two big black eyes <laughs> uh yeah and then i remember one show i think dan contacted me on aim yeah. I, really
1: anymore.
0: <laughs> old... no, I was just about to bring that up because so now at this point in your story, you're starting to become a drag queen. Yeah. But uh, when I left the last time I had seen you, you hadn't started doing this yet, but I did see your first drag performance. Yes. And now you're kind of like going full blown. And my question is, because you just brought up how you were afraid that someone's going to take a photo. Now, were you trying to hide being a drag queen from everyone back in like the capital region and like your origins and stuff? Yes. (laughs)
3: Like, yeah. One thing before we get back into that, I just remember that whole drag show at Hudson Valley. That was like the first gay, gay event or whatever on Mm -hmm. Hudson Valley campus in like 10 years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was called queer carnival. And, I remember it it was crazy to see how many people actually showed up. And I yeah. I completely forgot that Mike was there too.
0: Yeah, my friend Mike was there as well.
3: And it's just it's I don't know. Anyway, it's just like that whole memory of a flashback. Yeah. That was kind of cool. And it was like it was a really just shitty drag show.
0: How <laughs> <yeah>, it was. <laughs> it was bad. Like <laughs> I I just remember a bunch of lesbians uh lip-syncing to Stacy's mom. I will never <laughs> get that out of my head.
1: See, we had, when I was in college, I went to school at UVM in Burlington. Uh-huh. And so the music club I worked at, because I grew up working at a venue, always did a drag ball every year. And it was to benefit the um, like AIDS Coalition up in yeah. Burlington. And so there was the House of LeMay would host it. And, and it was so much fun. Like I literally would live to go to drag. And that's why I got into dancing burlesque later on and stuff, because I just love the theatrical. I grew up doing musical theater and like, the whole drag scene just really like I love the costumes, the makeup and the whole theatrical part of it. Yeah. So when I went and in, got into burlesque, it was like, you know, it was so much. Fun, but it's it's so, so different. I feel like the stories like, you know what I mean? And, and, and you think of like where you are and stuff like Burlington was always I feel like so. I
3: performed there twice. I told you about that. I performed at the drag ball.
1: Really? Yeah. Did I see you? I don't know. How long ago?
3: It was like about five years ago, six years ago.
1: What was the theme? I was probably Winter there. Wonder,
3: I don't even know. I think Winter Wonderland. Oh my
1: God! I was. I was probably. Do you there. remember a
3: big blue grimace looking? Big? There's a lot that go, <laughs>
1: There's a lot that goes on at that drag ball. You know yeah. how big it is. No, I do. Yeah. It was, <laughs> and like, they got big, two rooms going on, and, and the, everybody's cute. excited about it. Oh my God! It. And the Everybody. costumes are phenomenal. Like I live to dress up for drag ball, and I feel like my costumes are always subpar. Like it's amazing. Like the way people dress up for that.
3: Like, I don't oh understand God. why people don't inter- uh, integrate that with like nationalism or pride. And I'm like,
0: <laughs> get some goddamn pageants in here. <laughs> okay, so at this point in the story, <laughs> I
1: totally like did not remember that anyway. Yeah.
0: But wow. I, at this at this point, I
3: fucking, well, Marguerite okay. Lemay is my favorite. She
1: because well, I remember
3: one time she was talking about everything. She's like, "Well, I used to be a male prostitute. No, 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 not prostitute. <laughs> a male stripper back in the '70s, and I used oh to have this great God. body." It's I, like, I love Amber LeMay, but I really love Marguerite. She's like an old drunk. Yeah. Dude. I just love her.
1: <laughs> oh, my but anyway. God. But
0: at this point in the story, so you're just starting to break into the drag scene. Yeah. No one at home knows. Does anyone from your family know yet? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, does anyone from your family even know that you're gay at this point?
3: Yeah, no. Uh, I came out, and then everybody mm. was kind of like, well, I, everybody besides my mom and dad. But mm. then again, I had a number of brothers and sisters, and I'm the last one. So. Well, you said
1: they kind of like suspected it already. Yeah, yeah.
3: But I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure that somebody told them. Mm. You mm-hmm. know, like I think mm-hmm. he's a queer. Like <laughs> I think he's gay. Oh my God. <laughs> like God. Um, like <laughs> he don't hang around ladies. No. Nah. Oh
1: my God.
3: <laughs> no. Um. But yeah. Uh. So. Um. God. Uh. And then. I started doing more and more drag. I'd go down to the city and do there'd be like these uh, parties called motherfucker. They were thrown by Michael T and a bunch of other people city people. Um and then I'd just kind of go down every other every other week or every other two weeks and dress up and go out and just mm. cause kind of havoc cuz my character was kind of
0: uh would you want to talk about your character for a second well my
3: character my character was uh because i mean i wouldn't do like pretty drag i would just do caricatures of uh the current political climate we were living at the time and i was
1: well like you said you wanted to be more like jokey jokey yeah yeah
3: but also like kind of with a message but like in your Mm -hmm. face spit in your mouth kind of a message like Mm -hmm. not spit in your mouth that came out wrong like spit in your face kind of like a message like i was the like the shirley phelps
1: See, I that was one of the worst drag shows I saw. Was someone who tried to be political, but they didn't. It was like them giving a lecture.
0: Oh yeah, no. like you, oh, it was awful. Oh, it was no. awful. You never saw one of his shows. And I no, always, no. And that's the
3: thing. I always ended the show by showing my butthole. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. I would have people come up from the audience. I to mean, count I love you, rings. but I don't
1: know if I want to see that much. Of
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> they. I used to have them guess my age by uh. counting the rings around my butthole, oh, and they would win a drink. um but yeah no it was wild times it was crazy times thinking back about it like like now i'm like this old like librarian (laughs) old like you're not
1: dan's age don't worry
3: hey (laughs) lunches used to be a wood nickel (laughs) Uh, no but uh and i remember dan came down uh, you are doing, I don't even know what it was for. It was an article or something?
0: Yeah, I was working for the for the Hudson Valley uh, newspaper at the time, and I came down to the show, and I remember it was that uh, that French place that you're talking about. Yeah, luck and Art. Because I remember when I showed up, I didn't know that the show was going to be on this side, and I accidentally <laughs> sat down in the fine dining section, and I pissed off the waiter. <laughs> because me, I, I brought a friend with me, and, and we sat down, and this waiter comes over, and he's being all like super professional waiter, and I was just like, oh God, I'm just going to get an appetite and then we're gonna leave. And eventually, he <laughs> saw me again, and he said, "Chocolate bloom." And I was just like, <laughs> "It was Yeah, and, and, and I was just like, huh, oh, you know, I never knew that that actually um uh, meant something negative." But this guy's looking at me saying that, and he looks pretty angry. <laughs>
1: I can actually picture this perfectly. <laughs>
3: But no, yeah, and, and it was funny because here's like, oh like here's the restaurant. This was where the bar was,
0: and the only thing that was dividing it was a hallway. Like
1: literally, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> but I, I remember when I went to go see you perform for the first time. I didn't know like what exactly to expect because this is back in like AOL days, and I had yeah. that contacted you on AIM. It was MySpace days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Who days.
1: knows it was on MySpace?
0: So I, I had no. I, I didn't know what to expect, and when you did take the stage. Like, you were just so captivating. Like, everyone was, like, anticipating you coming out. There's like a baby cow getting tased in the head.
3: <laughs> uh, well, you know what, though? To go back, though, <gasps> to it, if anybody knew, I was so dumb. But, like, I didn't care uh, when I had a personal MySpace, because I created two MySpaces, mm. one for the character, one for me. Uh, I put her in my top eight. So, <laughs> uh, no one's going to figure that out. <laughs> like... And uh, I, I don't even remember the show it was. I just remember I was teetering on Blacked Out because that was like pretty much mm. the show. I was just a mess. That was all like, and yeah. Uh, wow, I just derailed that. I know, Sorry. Huh? <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, But we would do La Canard, and I remember you were there mm-hmm. uh, just for the evening. But uh, wasn't it like a winter or like springtime? Yeah, I forget, but I just remember that was about the same time that Maria started hitting me up on AIM, being like, "Dan said use your friend,"
0: <laughs> and that's for Maria who I knew was going to listen to this right now. Oh God, yeah. Well, well, that didn't happen for like a, like another like another year or two or so. Yeah, yeah, you've yeah,
1: been yeah. with Maria a long time, huh?
0: I know. Oh God, she does listen to this. But <laughs> anyway, so I, oh my God, I
3: still remember like uh, anyway, never mind.
1: Oh, the memories! So,
0: so, when would you say that you like reached the peak of your drag career?
3: Um, from there, I started doing a lot more cities shitties <laughs> shitties in the show uh, shows in the city. And uh, in two thousand seven, I did Howard Stern TV for the two thousand seven Stupid Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, and two thousand seven, I got nominated Best Comedy Performer in New York City at the Glammy Awards. Um, and then two thousand eight. I was informed that Kelly Osborne stole my look for a car. Oh, I Lager saw that. Kodoshy. I heard about and, it. Uh, but all during this time, I was dead, uh, dreadfully afraid that my family was going to find out. Mm-hmm. But, you know. My,
1: it's crazy to have like some level of notoriety and still be. I was terrified.
3: Yeah. I, was, I, I mean, was it's like, not
1: crazy. I understand it, but it's still yeah. like, wow.
3: Because also, you got to think about back in those days. Yeah. It wasn't tagged photos. It was like you still yeah. had it, like a, an aura of grifters. You know yeah. what I mean? Like not saying I was a grifter, but you know what I mean? Like, but that kind of like you could go from one town to another and still be not known.
1: Be anonymous. Yeah. 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 And, and it
3: was great. Now you
1: can't avoid anything. Absolutely
3: not. Yeah. There's a chip in everyone's ass. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably put it in our sleep. <laughs> yeah.
3: And the smartphones <laughs> wake up in the middle of the night and tag us. I know. Oh, God. Fucking Facial
1: recognition.
3: Toy Story 5. <laughs> uh No. Uh,
2: but it's,
1: I mean, that, that makes it because that was 2007 and I, I don't think, I think that's when it's still the times were like, cause I'm trying to think of when my sister came out to me and I feel like it was around then. And even growing up in a really tolerant family, she like, it, I thought she was going to tell me she had cancer when she came out. I mean, literally she like was on the phone with me and she's like, I need to tell you something. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, she's like, you, you have a minute. And I literally was like, oh my God, my sister's dying. And she told <laughs> she came out and I'm like, okay. Yeah. You know, and I think it was a, a little later than then because she graduated college in 2009. So it still was those times where, like you said, it's like setting the scene for um, it's not like it was today. No. Yeah,
3: absolutely not. Um, but mm. yeah, I was really I was terrified uh, during that time because, I mean, I started getting more known. And my sister, one of my, my sister actually called me like a week after the Howard Stern thing aired. And she's like, "Uh, what the fuck are you doing? Really? She knew exactly who. She knew it was me. Oh, my God. Like, so I was terrified. Holy shit, they're going to tell mom and dad. And it was just a really bad time. Like, for me, in my own head, because at that point, I could have been like, I'm a grown adult. I can do whatever the hell I want, you know, whatever. But
1: there's a lot of dynamics. yeah,
3: Yeah. You really think about like, and that. Goes back into being gay and being always the shame, Mm -hmm. the big, dreading, overlined bold, italics shame.
1: Well, and now I I don't know. Obviously, I'm not in your shoes and I've never been in your shoes. But I can imagine, too, kind of growing up a certain way and over like having that hanging over your head growing Mm -hmm. up in elementary school and middle school and then high school. Like part of you probably would default to that, you know, that kind of like person it was, it was you know? a really
3: really religious household it's t- yeah it's really tough. religious like we were in church every sunday mm. and like not to i'm not 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 knocking it at all because um some of my like you know i have really good memories of you know doing like soup supper yeah. wednesdays and stuff yeah. like that and there's good and
1: bad with everything yeah.
3: yeah um but it was it was crazy uh but that being said uh i was terrified because mm-hmm. i was like they're gonna fucking disown me they're i mean i'm out here being an asshole and they're gonna be like well what are you doing and i was being me
1: yeah well you and that's know. the thing in reality you weren't being an asshole you were being you <laughs> and figuring out who you were
3: i was a really you know? angry gay yeah. <laughs> like i was <laughs> pissed off with half the stuff that was going on in the news half the stuff that was going yeah. on at local events uh because that's like a big thing too like they can do a lot of things federally, like, okay, right. it's a broad stroke, but if you don't pay attention to your local politics and your local government and laws and yeah. how people are, I mean, you really need to really dive in and research where the hell you live mm-hmm. mm. and how they treat people and everything like that. But anyway, so I was living in New Paltz and I still remember when the Phelps showed up to the Gay Pride, I mean, not the Gay Pride, uh, well, they were always there at the Gay Pride parade because they they were a spectacle in themselves Mm -hmm. and liked the notoriety and they would wait for somebody to hit them because that's how they got their money. They'll wait for somebody to hit them or assault them. Then they would run to this, run to the courts and be like, we were hurt. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm sorry. What? (laughs) Oh, you're the victim. Meanwhile, you're screaming faggot on a corner. Right. Exactly. Uh, All right. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, go find your safe space on Sunday. (laughs) But anyway, um, I remember one time they were there, and this was all coming out around the time where one of the Phelps uh, family members was coming out and saying that Fred was touching all of them, and I remember he's screaming at Shirley, what's Fred's dick taste like? Oh, my God. No. So, yeah, they deserve it. Um, but anyway, um, and then 2007 hit, and then my dad died. Um, I took that really bad. Did um, your
1: dad know? Were you able to tell him? I told
3: him right before he died. And, um, yeah, he was my dad and he, uh, he was just my dad, mm-hmm. and you know? Yeah. yeah. He knew he didn't care, mm-hmm. uh, but that's my, who my dad was. Like my dad was just an incredible person. He was, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he died in July of 2007. And, uh, after that I was still in school all during this time when I went to New so I was in college mm-hmm. and I would, I was doing shows. I was going back up, going to class, doing this. I graduated like, and all the time, all, all during the time, I'm a fucking drugged, drunk asshole, uh, keeping it together. But anyway, um, so then he died and I really started going even more into like that stuff. But I mean, as anybody would, mm-hmm. uh, but then it just kind of started to get darker. and
1: but, Turns. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: But anyway, to kind of not make it so <laughs> damn dark, this is about pride.
0: Huh. Um, go ahead. Who, me?
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. What was that sound? What?
0: what? Huh? I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it just took a really dramatic turn. Well, the, the, well, you gotta the, the, have the dark
1: the, to celebrate the pride, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You know? I mean that's
3: the, and that's that that's literally another thing about coming out of the closet. It's dark in the closet until yeah. you open the door, mm-hmm. and then you let that shine in, and you're just like, oh shit. Yeah. There he is. <laughs> huh.
0: And, and uh, I, I'm pretty sure that like the uh, so the year that you lived with me and Maria, yeah, and you were still doing the shows. Was that your last year of performing?
3: Uh, my last year performing, no uh i I didn't do a lot of shows after that I mean, I did like one once a month, mm. but I was so over it. I was so tired of it. I mean I was doing it from two thousand and six and at that point it was like two thousand twelve mm-hmm.
1: it's a long time and yeah. yeah i mean i was with everything else in the mix yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 like,
3: and then my last my last performance was may of two thousand thirteen mm. so six years ago um yeah, I was really over it, but anyway um Everything kind of just started changing, like with a lot of different things and gay bars and everything like that. Uh, they kind of started getting more sanitized, um, more safe. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of the drag shows are just uh, same thing. Mm-hmm. Same thing, different yeah. wigs, different Christine Aguilar yeah. song.
1: Christine Aguilar. <laughs> they not like cutting edge anymore.
3: No uh i mean mostly because uh drag shows and drag queens were pretty much like the fucking lighthouses and yeah. stormy and stormy harbors like We were the ones that, you know, would get in your face being like, fuck your mom, fuck your aunt, fuck what she believed.
1: It's (laughs) it's funny because, again, like I'm not like I was never in your shoes or anything, but I feel like it's almost like any underground scene, like when I think of like because I'm in rock music and Mm -hmm. like you think of like underground rock and punk to then when it started to become mainstream and how much it changed, like you said, it starts to get a little bit more sanitized, a little bit more like diluted and more packaged. Yeah. And not as like pushing the envelope and cutting edge and anything, you know. I think it happens with anything when it starts, any underground thing that starts to get more.
3: I mean, and and granted, it maybe should because nobody should see Gigi Allen throwing his shit, (laughs) 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 even though it's great. But no, Um, I think Dan used to call me the Gigi Allen of drag.
0: Yeah, we had some pretty wild times (laughs) that year. (laughs) Uh, we got kicked out of the one gay bar across the street from the gay bar in which you were performing all the time. Uh And and I remember like, eventually I had to bring a cane with me so (laughs) that I could stop you from doing whatever it is you are going to do. But, but then again, there was the dark side of it where it seemed like they were like pouring drinks down your throat because they knew that the more drunk you were, the crazier you would act. And you did not disappoint. Um, uh, but at uh, the it's same
1: exploitation, yeah, <laughs> sure? and, and,
0: and, and of course, I got in on. It. I remember we would go into the into the backstage area, into the dressing room, and wait for all the queens to hit the floor so that we could finish all their drinks. <laughs> but but then we would go out and we would still get drink tickets. Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, so so oh. some, some some crazy times. Uh, but but it was it was always a fun time. But then there was like the dark turn where you had a bit too much that one time.
3: Well, yeah, and I had a sleepy time moment in front of fuse box.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the it, it, well you know, it was sleepy time in front of fuse box in front of cops. I took a siesta. Oh my
3: god! And then they hit me in the chest with adrenaline, and it didn't take. So they took me on the party wagon to the (laughs) ER, and I didn't fully consciously wake up until 4 p.m. And I was in the passenger seat of Maria's car. Yeah, and I don't remember anything. Dan was. I bet you don't. Dan was apparently. Dan said (laughs) that I had blood blood count alcohol, whatever blood alcohol content level. Whatever the hell it's called, anyway. What was it? it was 0.54, was it? Ooh,
1: I think the highest I've ever seen in one of my patients is like 0. 0.49. Well,
0: I I think like. uh, I've the, never
1: seen above 0. 0.5. I have a I lot of 0.4s for my for my bad I drinkers. Was,
0: I was a sloshy bottle of I, I, the, the, the shining moment I of that night. bet you needed night, the adrenaline. Though, the shining moment of that night, this will like forever like stick in my like had like this is one of the greatest things I've ever witnessed is John's walking out of the ER and the nurse's station they come up to him and they and, and they say to him uh, he, like he's still in full drag <laughs> and, and, and he, he has his heels and everything and so the nurses come up and say uh do you want a gown or something to walk out into the parking garage and he just tosses his hand back <laughs> and, the, and like and like sashays out to the parking garage and so it's like fuck you I'm going out like this. I don't this. need no
2: fucking
0: gown. <laughs> yeah. I came in as a
3: lady I'm leaving as a lady. <laughs> oh, my.
0: oh my god. So what made you quit drag ultimately? Um
3: I was tired. I was I was I was over it. Um I wasn't over it. I uh I needed a I needed to put her into hibernation. Mm. It, it was just too much. Cause I mean I was during that time, I mean I wasn't just doing shows, I was also writing articles, I was doing I was writing blogs and I was doing this and I was doing that. Um and it takes a lot out of you, especially when you're trying to exude so much hate in a satirical kind of mm. way. Um,
1: yeah, there's got to be an emotional. Did you get toll death there. threats?
3: Oh yeah. I mean, you've seen the death yeah. threats. I used to get death threats on MySpace and Facebook. Oh my God. Get, I had one guy. He used to follow me uh, from different gigs to you know different parties in the city. Uh, he would send me messages saying, I find out where you are your next show and you are going to get fucking killed. I'm going to call the cops and they're all going to be and all mm. you little queers are going to have your party all thrown thrown away or whatever the hell he was saying. And it's funny. I think I still have a couple of those saved on my laptop. I mean, you
1: think, haven't made it if you haven't gotten death threats. right? Look, and that's yeah. the thing to think back
3: and just like, yeah. wow, holy shit, my life was actually in danger. And I was like,
1: meh. Yeah, but it's it's I mean, people really like that's always said, like, I mean, you had said you don't like the word tolerance. And it's it's interesting. It's interesting now because I mean, like I like I haven't seen so much open hate in a while as much as I've seen people be be open as well about things. Mm. I think it's been there. It's just had been the hate's also been a little closeted and or like, you know, now it's just people are like all out there, you know, like we're going to have like you know white supremacist marches and yeah. we're going to go back to taking away women's rights and then hating on gay people and this and that you know and and,
3: and that's the funniest thing about like that tiki torch tiki torches like movement when they were like screaming the jews will not replace us and then they're saying we don't hate jews
1: it's yeah it's like what <laughs> what but you know and it, so it's it's really interesting times that we live in but one of the things that I like I feel like I've noticed and I don't like maybe it's just in Burlington or certain places but it's like you know like you talk about the gay bars and stuff like that but now it's almost like there's a lot of hatred among the community where you have oh you know you have like and it's just, I don't know how to explain well, it Well that's what that's I meant at
0: like, the beginning of this well, no. when I, when I, when you asked me yeah. what I noticed that's what I meant by obnoxious
1: Well um. it's like it's like there's like this type of gay person and this type of gay person and this this, you know, binary person and this type of lesbian, and if you don't fall yeah. into each, like they, there's so much hate amongst the community, like and you know, and, and like that's
0: what I meant at the beginning where I said like the like through the generations. What I noticed, like at first, like, uh, you know. When people did have to like pretty much like be buried to bury themselves to survive if they were gay in yeah. the 80s and early 90s, like, well, like the, the community that has evolved has, has become a little obnoxious because of what you're saying now, yeah. where people are just like so judgmental of one another about just how gay they are or how much of a lesbian they well, are. Or, and that's
1: the thing. It's amazing. Like I have patients and I can never say this as a nurse, like I work in psychiatry, but I have patients that come into crisis that. Like identify as they or them, or you know, they'll, or they'll say like you know you're treating me different because I'm a lesbian and I want to be like fuck you. I dated a girl. You're judging me by looking at you know what I mean. Like listen here, lady, you know, I ate a exactly. box. Well, exactly. I've eaten a couple. I've made out with fucking tons of girls and you know slept with girls and whatever you know. And I've I've been in a relationship with one though. I've done stuff with a lot <laughs> of other girls, but it's like you know, but it's it's like so interesting because there's almost hatred going out the other way. Like I yeah. literally will get judged. By people who were like my patients who were like trans or gay or lesbian or, or, you know, pansexual or this or that. And I'm like, dude, I don't fucking care. You know, well, <laughs> like I don't it's, care. It's, I don't care. And that's
3: the thing. It's literally like the people that read the statistics of hate crimes and then get pissed off about the hate crime. Yeah. Crimes, but you never lived through it. Well, but, John, and, right. and now you're like living in kind of like not a utopia, but you're living mm-hmm. in a good area because we went through that. Right. So stop making shit even harder. Stop
1: making shit even harder. And like, mm-hmm. I'm not here to judge you. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like almost like you experience like the pushback from that. And I'm like,
3: None uh, of these labels ever happened, right, before. exactly, and like these you know? old gay bars and stuff like that and old nightclubs and, and that's another thing about like it, this didn't this wasn't a thing, yeah, everybody accepted everybody back then, and now yeah. it's because one person experienced one thing at one bar, it's yeah. now a fucking Facebook
1: move I know yeah. I know, I'm like.
0: Well, John, does anyone ever criticize you for not performing anymore or not being as acti- as active as you were?
3: Oh yeah, no. I mean, I, I don't like I don't like to go out anymore because I hear a lot of people like. So when you coming back? Oh, like this asking. is the perfect time for you to come back. Like I don't care. Do something else. Like why don't you yeah. do something? I don't know.
1: I think I, what's interesting in life is that there's there's an evolution. You know, you grow and you evolve, and it's like that's. part of life is you're constantly changing and who you were isn't who you're gonna be and you know what i mean it's if you want to go back to it you go back to it if not not but life
3: yeah it would be fun but i don't have a reason to yeah not even that i have a reason to it's just no yeah
0: well to to conclude your story where are you now um gone with the wind no (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: no living life you know I have a dog I have a beautiful boyfriend and I work and I bury myself in work not because I'm burying myself in work because I'm just living and just to see all the I mean it's awesome to see mm-hmm. how many drag queens and how many this and how many that and it's just like and Then people are always like you know it's not always about being gay like this is my fucking life excuse me Yeah. not everything's about being Italian but here we are with Jersey Shore <laughs> fucking 15 <laughs> If we want to address something. Let's address fucking Teen Mom being on TV for
1: fifteen years. <laughs> right. These are forty-year-old. The year worst. Old women. Like that shows the worst fucking influence on yeah. people ever. Oh, worst in Gotham. You know no, really, Teen Mom. I have so many issues with Teen Mom. I can't.
3: And that's the thing. Like you know what? We're gonna hate gays, but we're gonna applaud barely legal teens slapping backs and having kids you know that's cool and
1: glorify them absolutely
3: and half of them are so like 14 15 year olds spitting out kids but every life is i know
1: it's like a whole nother diatribe oh my god sorry i hit the mic (laughs)
3: it's
1: fine
0: now all right well tatiana what was that thing you wanted to do
1: Oh, so so I wanted to go through the different terms with you, Dan, speaking okay. of all these different generations and, all like, right. all these categories that exist and don't.
0: Well, John, you and... can either participate or laugh at me, I suppose. I yeah. don't
1: know half these. Like, that's what's funny is because I, I think I just, like, don't pay any mind to it. I think, honestly, for me, what I will say is I've, my sister has always taken so much identity in her sexuality and I've had other family members do that. I've been so far from identifying as everything that I just don't. Well, so it's like it's funny because a lot of these words, it's like
0: See th- th- there's th- just a
1: category for everything. So I kind of want to go through and see what Dan's guesses but, but what they see, mean that, are. That's the one thing I appreciate about
0: John <laughs> is like most of the time people don't even know that he's gay. Like remember when you went to the do the 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 chug the boot challenge. <laughs> Yeah. And and, and like, like you downed it in record time and like the entire like uh, bar, uh, were, there were obviously like a bunch of like straight flannel working class men and they're all cheering you on and saying, that's how a man drinks. Oh that's God. how a man drinks. And then afterward, one of one of my friends goes up to John and says, how the hell do you do that? And he says, I have no gag reflex. I just, got, I remember saying something like, just gotta open up the throat, sweetheart. <laughs> oh
1: God. But see, that's my thing nowadays. It's like, I was just talking to someone about it. It's like, you know, they're cheering that's how a man drinks or whatever. And then now you have people who are like, well, don't identify them as a man or a female. (sighs) You know, and it's like I I can't keep up. And, And literally, I am the most tolerant person in the world. Like, I don't label anything and I don't give two shits about anyone else. I just live my own life. And I I can't keep up.
3: <laughs> I just I just <laughs> I think it's gonna be like a phase, like the Tea Party. Oh. In about ten years, nothing's gonna matter. Exactly. Right. Yeah, we're just gonna go right, right, back. right. Yeah, like, gonna go right back to. <laughs>
1: well, but, well, like that's
3: the thing. Like I was watching uh, Kids in the Hall, Brain Candy, the other day, and I just remember where we, X we
1: used to make fun of everything.
3: Yeah. There was a character in there right. called Cancer Boy.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, like. I don't know. It's
3: uh, cancer's not funny. Sorry.
1: No, but it's like you think of all the satirical <laughs> things. Like people are offended by Seinfeld now. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I think Seinfeld's hilarious. I, if people I are like offended satire. By Weekend at Bernie's. There's offensive stuff in it, but that's the whole point of the show. Just yeah, because he's
0: Jews. You know? <laughs> no. I mean... All right. Well, on on with the terms. All right. So,
1: Dan, we're going to do a quiz. Okay. I don't know. I don't even know some of these appropriately according to the human rights campaign. Just so give it to me. This is from HRC.org. Okay. So how, what do you think uh, queer means?
0: Uh, a queer is the first thing that comes to mind is a deer. <laughs> I don't know why. A deer. I don't know. Is it rhymes. Uh, a, a queer is a, a, a gay person.
1: So... According to Human Rights Campaign, I got this wrong, too. It's a term people often use to express fluid identities and orientations used interchangeably with LGBTQ. Jesus, that's (laughs) weird. It it encompasses everything. Trans, lesbian, bi. Okay, so queer is the
0: universal term?
1: Apparently, now it is, yes. Okay. According to the Human Rights Campaign. Did you know that? Good for them. They have one. I didn't know that. There's a council? This, yeah, this is the humanrightscampaign.org. It's a ca- some sort of It's council, the queer council. Yes.
3: <laughs> I would love to see what makes that up. <laughs> just the different characters looking like a bunch of like Jedi. Look- like, there's one Yoda, <laughs> There's one guy with a big long fucking forehead.
1: Let's look at explore. <laughs> should we HRC story about us? Well, I don't want to get off this page. Let's just HRC? Look, let's just look at about us. As the largest civil rights organization working to achieve equality for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer Americans, the Human Rights Campaign represents a force of more than 3 million members and supporters nationwide. The Human Rights Campaign Fund was founded by Steve, Steve Ending in 1980 as one of the first gay and lesbian political action committees in the United States. I mean, I know their logo. I just don't know all about them. I'm sure my sister does because she's a lawyer and she's very big on this stuff. But anyway, that's the human rights campaign. Okay. So we are all wrong with queer. <laughs> queer. Wow. Well. The appetizer, the white bread and...
0: The entree, we're all Mm. wrong with queer. Damn it.
1: Um, All right, Dan, ready? Yes. Gender expansive. What do you think that means?
0: Uh, An erection. (laughs) What? No. Oh, gender expansive, uh, like uh, someone with both parts?
1: Conveys a wider, more flexible range of gender identity and or expression than typically associated with the binary gender system.
3: So I was kind of right.
1: Kind of. I
3: thought that was when you hit the second hole in the butthole.
1: Oh, um, let's see. Gay? How do you how do you define gay?
0: Um, Fred Durst. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> I, I don't think he is. Okay,
0: uh, Gay is just gay, and, and it means to you know you're gay.
1: A person who is emotionally, romantically, or sexually attracted to members of the same gender. That's a mouthful. Okay. I know. I mean, these are like <laughs> it would make it's. This is enough to make anyone feel politically incorrect. You know, um, biphobia.
0: Biphobia.
1: Biphobia. Do you know uh, what that means?
0: I hate bifocals. Is, Close. Is gay people who are afraid of people who are bi.
1: Close. It's prejudice. That's actually the really good guess. Prejudice, fear, or hatred directed towards bisexual people.
0: But where's the hatred coming from?
1: From I think from anyone. Oh, Okay. Ooh, oh, my favorite asexual
0: sissy sisses. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, asexual? Asexual. Maria. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What's that definition? God.
1: Dan's going to come in next week telling me he's getting divorced.
0: Surprised I'm not telling you that today. Okay, that's enough of that. What? <laughs> Give me the definition.
1: Your wife listens to this.
0: Yes, I know. She's going to be very upset. Oh, the lack of... Sorry.
1: The lack of sexual attraction or desire. I do all the cooking
0: anyway, so what the fuck do I have to lose? Oh, Jesus right. Oh, my God. Okay, okay, okay. No
1: gender roles. <laughs> the lack of sexual attraction or desire for other people. That's asexual. Well. <laughs> next one. All right. I'm just like this. Some of these are a, a mouthful. Mm. Um... <laughs> mm. that's what he said <laughs> um yeah. let's see questioning
0: questioning yeah that's actually a term it's an actual
1: term is it's questioning
0: the act of asking a question
1: a term used to describe people who are in the process of exploring their sexual orientation or gender identity okay um Oh, here's another one. Can you? Th- th-
0: th- that's not. Why can't it be curious? Well, listen, curiosity. Uh, well,
1: that's an outdated term, apparently. Oh. How about this one? These are. I can't believe these are actually terms. Sex assigned at birth. That's an actual term. Sex assigned uh, at birth. Yeah. The,
0: the, the sex that's so the set? doctor.
1: Based on the child's ex- the sex based on the child's external anatomy. The fact that we have to have a term for that. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that is kind of weird.
1: Right. Um. Okay. Where is it? Pansexual. Where'd pansexual go? I oh, mean? I
0: forget what that means. That's
1: my favorite term of all of these, because that's what I feel like if I had to qualify as one. Uh, that's what I assume it would be, but I don't really know. You have
0: sex with kitchenware? Yeah. Disney. That's about That's what. That it's
1: copperware. Ugh. Oh that no Pansexual uh. <laughs> equals
0: <laughs> uh, so Disney Tom. character, right? <laughs>
1: Describe someone who has the potential for emotional, romantic, or sexual attraction to people of any gender, though not necessarily simultaneously or in the same way or to be the same degree.
0: Yeah, I was right. Disney.
1: (laughs) All right. Anyway, so moral of the story, you can look up these terms on the human rights campaign, um, but we all fall into three different categories of sexuality and none of us really (laughs) are politically correct according to this. I
3: have a couple of terms Dan might know or may not know. Uh, Oh, okay.
0: pig bottom. Oh my god. <laughs> I know what a pig bottom is because you created a character on <laughs> DCU online in pig bottom. Okay, Next. <laughs> pillow pillow uh, top. Oh, wait, I, I don't get to say. Oh, didn't
1: we did, did I don't we, get
0: to say what a pig oh, bottom he is. He keeps oh, touching yeah. this. And it's
1: gross. Um
0: I, wait, I don't get to say what a pig bottom wait, is. Please say what a pig bottom wait, is.
1: Wait, didn't we do this though in the last episode that got deleted? We looked at like old We did that. And no, it was a was really slang. good segment. Was a, was we a, we a, did that for slangs?
3: I we could we could come up with some
1: No, some... but we looked at old like yeah, sexuality that a... slings. That was on the slang episode. Yeah. Oh not this one. Uh, the
0: full house That was the, a good
1: segment. Yeah. yeah. The <laughs>
3: f- full House was uh everybody had STDs. <laughs>
1: <The laughs> yeah, All right,
0: go ahead, Dan. Oh oh what's a pig bottom? Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett Michaels is that his name? Was a lead singer on my- Motley Crue?
1: No. Oh my god, I'm gonna defriend you first of all. <laughs>
0: oh come oh on. Oh my god. <laughs> what?
1: For both of those violations, not knowing Motley Crue and and, and Brett Michaels.
0: Okay, fine. Oh uh, uh well, well, he asked what a pig bottom was. All right, moving on. Uh, all right, all right, fine. A pig bottom is uh a. a, a, a moving on. All right, pillow top. A pillow top. It's a really
3: fat guy. That's a top. That you just oh, m- mold into him like he's memory foam.
0: Anyway, moving on. What's a bear witch? A bear witch? Yeah. Holy crap! Uh, uh, Sandra Bar Bernhardt. A twink sandwich between two bears. <laughs> <laughs> What's a flooded basement? <laughs> um, a flooded basement is someone who has uh, an STD or someone who has diarrhea. <laughs> Oh my Both. God. No. <laughs> it's the it's the la, it's the last hour of pride. No.
3: <laughs>
0: oh god, my side hurts. Okay.
1: Oh, that's what he said.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. I'm on have urban
1: you, dictionary right now looking at some terms. Have
0: you ever been to a bear orgy? Uh kind of. I've been to rocks before.
1: I think that's what my friend was said. No, Waterworks is the place to go, not Rocks. Sorry. I'm Ugh. a Waterworks girl. I go uh, there all the time. I'm, no, yeah, I'm no, a Waterworks no. girl. Waterworks
3: is fine. Uh,
1: Upstairs dancing. Come on, yeah, get well, on the stage. Well, just
3: a couple of gals having a good time. I
1: love it. That outdoor patio.
0: Yeah, the <laughs> appeal I find in Rocks is probably not the same that you find in Waterworks, and that is a uh, three-dollar Miller High Life's. <laughs>
1: Oh, I just like I just like dancing upstairs at Waterworks. It's so much fun. I almost went last night, we went to the casino instead.
0: Did you see my parents? It was karaoke
1: night. My parents? At the parent, my, no, my parents were at the casino. Which casino?
0: Uh probably Rivers.
1: Oh, we went fancy went to Saratoga. Ooh. I know. I oh well no
0: they were in Saratoga. Yeah. Oh.
1: I probably saw them and didn't even know.
0: Yeah, well, huh. My dad unless my dad starts talking, you probably wouldn't. I was notice. the
1: annoying girl on Jurassic Park.
0: Okay, I'll tell them that. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, do, do we have any more terms for me? Butt cherry. A butt cherry? Mm-hmm. Well, well that's obvious is when, you know, y- y- you break someone's cherry in their butt.
1: Well, it's cl- related to that, the concept of anal virginity.
0: Yes. So, what, Did I get one right? Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah, you did.
0: For For the record, I plead the fifth on popping any girl's butt cherry. Mm-hmm. Maria? Now look who did it. (laughs) This is going to be like the most embarrassing episode for Maria ever.
1: I know. I love your wife. Yeah. (laughs) Can you say the same?
0: John? Damn. (laughs) Daniel. Don't I get more terms here? Uh, What's a $9 bill? Uh something you find in Wisconsin? Oh, these are fucking terrible.
1: The patty melt. Look up the patty melt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh god. What's a Panamonian petting zoo? Oh God.
1: I don't know if we should go any further. Oh, the,
0: the, 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 John, what was yours again? So I want to forget about a patty melt because I think I know what that is. What do you call a dirt covered orphan? <laughs> oh uh, my god. No, a <laughs> dirt covered orphan? Uh, Miley Cyrus? <laughs>
1: oh my god.
0: What's a ring snatcher? Oh, we've uh, done that Mick before. Jagger.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. We've done that before. Anyway, who's excited for Pride weekend? I am. Fucking I'm so uscally. excited. But you know what? Going back to like Dan, you're the only loser not going. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, thanks.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. But it is funny going back to even though we are in 2019.
0: Why did you have to say Patty Mill? I can't get that out of my head now. <laughs> I think I know what it is. Just, just uh, okay. I'm going to say it. No, right. don't. Okay. Don't say it. Because you know that I know what it is. It's
1: gross. Don't okay. say it. Anyway, moral of the story, going back to the fact that we're in 2019, it's funny how how excited I am for Pride weekend and the fact that I can dress up crazy because I have my outfits already picked out, mm. you know, because I have that theatrical part of me for when I'm there at Pride. But then there's so much worry about, like I was telling you, going in and out of the city on the bus and like having to hide my outfit because people are going to be like, <laughs> what are you wearing? i've oh,
3: had a no. couple of patty melts. Oh, no. <laughs> no. oh can we talk about dirty ass sex stories <laughs> Wait, I don't, no that's gotta be
1: off the record i think oh. <laughs> off the record
3: off the record off the sheets whatever <laughs>
1: off the record
3: oh no okay well no. Uh, uh well can we talk about santorum oh. he's oh, a politician god <laughs>
1: Oh, my God.
3: But Pride's going to be fun. I right. know. I can't <laughs> wait. You cannot wait. There's going to be so many condoms that aren't going to be used. Oh, no. Uh, well,
1: prep.
0: Uh, no. Uh well, that's that's an, an
1: amazing thing. Well. That exists now. Yes and no. Well, so I have my Hey, I have on my the bus ride home,
0: ha- avoid the puddles in the seat.
1: Well, that's a different <laughs> diatribe for healthcare because you do worry about there's resistance that develops. And even with HIV, there's resistance and stuff. So. But I mean,
3: but here's the thing. I mean, everyone's ditching condoms to go for prep. But I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, you're still going to get gonorrhea. Well,
1: that's the thing. I've, <laughs> I've done so many. I've treated so many people for gonorrhea and chlamydia in my lifetime as a nurse. You know that the condoms are still important and or whatever you're using dental dams finger condoms whatever safe sex to all but you know i mean prep's an amazing thing with the idea but also if
0: especially if you're gonna go patty but mo. it's the
1: same thing as because you can have viral um resistance that develops just like antibiotic resistance and so it's like if you start putting all these people on something you know it's still you worry about that have you ever
3: used a dental dam
1: no fuck no they're so scary. say, have
3: you ever eaten a sandwich with the saran wrap on it
1: <laughs> no no thank you no no <laughs> How about this? I've only eaten one that I was worried about.
0: <sighs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: Can we talk about the old perverts that <coughs> used to be around at like 3 a.m. scoping in like old dirty shithawks? I
1: think they still exist. Oh, God. <laughs> They're
3: so much fun to watch. I don't go to bars anymore because I don't fucking need oh to. My Weren't they God. homeless? Well, I mean, but they See, would pick up the I always will. Leave. Go missing.
1: I love going. I love going out to Waterworks, and but I will always leave by like one thirty in the morning. I don't stay out that late. The
0: parking lot sucks.
1: Oh, it does. But especially I especially behind the dumpsters because I get there. Ugh. I get there kind of early. But you know what? People are still assholes, man. One of the last times I was at Waterworks, they were doing, they were doing a big drag show, and maybe it was like a month ago or something. Because I usually feel like I go like once a month. I don't go out that much. It usually averages out to like once a month. And like literally they were doing a drag show and there were these like three high school punks chilling out in that alleyway yeah. shitting on all the drag queens when they were going outside and inside. Like they're still, like assholes exist.
3: Can I tell you, you what, what they're doing at 3 a.m., those same assholes? Yeah. Sucking the Yeah, assholes. well, exactly. Oh. Yeah. Literally. Exactly. They all, and that's the funniest thing It's like about... the most
1: hatred comes from people who are like- Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh, that's, I mean- like, mm. even just thinking, like, that kind of just brought back some shit. I remember, like, being down in the city back in, the 2006, 2007. Mm-hmm. We were coming back from, like, a drag show. This is down in Manhattan. Uh, and we were just going into the turnstiles of one of the subways or whatever like that. And it was a group of kids that started chasing us. I had to take <sighs> my fucking heels off. I ran. It, would, uh, it was a whole bunch of us. It was ISIS and everybody. Yeah. Uh, not ISIS. The, never mind. ISIS <laughs> for Mooth. Yeah, yeah, got it. All right. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I'm
1: picking up what you're putting down.
3: Yeah, well, I don't, I don't want to trigger any <laughs> patriots. Uh, oh no. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, we were running to the subway, and they were just fucking screaming, "We're gonna fucking kill you!" Mm. And then, uh, yeah. But anyway, sorry. It's, it's just. Brought back some like, yeah, crazy shit. Yeah. well, th- it's some,
1: crazy. It's crazy shit. And like, you probably get so used to dealing with it. That's what's fucked up. Yeah, you know? and you had
3: to. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's me, silly queer, mm. like wearing the wig. Like, mm. all right, but you're literally out here at 3 in the morning. Right. Skalking around. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing?
1: You have go, nothing better to do. Go
3: find some ladies. Yeah. <laughs> go well, find some women.
1: Hmm.
0: Now that we've gone on for quite a bit of time yeah. now, it's time about time to cool it, wrap wrap this Jesus. one up. No pun intended. Well, I mean, we're not going to. <laughs> so uh, we're going to any... talk
1: about all the juice off the record. Really. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, any last words on Pride for you two?
1: I'm so excited. I was, I went to my first Pride in high school for Pride weekend, so I'm really excited to go. And I don't know. I just I just. I get I get why pride matters and it's so important and I totally support that. But I also support like my view of just it's a spectrum who gives a shit. You Mm. know what I mean? Just live your life. And that's that.
3: You know, if you're gay and you're or if you're a gay man or lesbian, enjoy pride. Yeah. Suck suck some dick. Eat some pussy.
1: Whatever you want to do. Enjoy life. You got one life, man. You know what I mean? One life.
3: And if you're straight. Why don't you go out and eat some pussy? Experience
1: (laughs) it and see what it's like. It's not that bad. Stop, stop, stop <laughs> being mad
3: over some stuff. Right. How about
1: that? Yeah. yeah. Just like love, love, you know? Yeah. Let it happen. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, meanwhile, while Pride is going on and everyone's having fun, I will probably be washing dishes.
3: Grace Jones performing at New York City Pride. <laughs> she was a Bond well, who's villain. was the Grand
1: Marshal this year? Uh, the last time I went was Ian McClellan, which was awesome. I have no idea. I don't know either.
3: I'm going down the the Saturday before. Mm.
1: Anyway.
0: <clears throat> anyway, that is our Pride episode. And this is Dan America, Tatiana, and Johnny reminding you to I don't know. What the hell are we reminding people? Go eat of? a patty melt. Love love. Oh God.
1: No, love, love.
0: Live love while eating a patty melt. Spread cheeks. Ah.